episode 16. We are on the second to last episode of Villa Birds season two, where we will end up discussing our Love Island season nine winners. Val, do we know? Do we know who's going to win? I think so, maybe. I I really, 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 really don't know because I have my hopes. But as I said in the past, I think maybe three of my desired couples have won. So for nine seasons, that's not the best average. Mm. Um, I think there are clear winners. But we got Fiat 500 on the scene, you know. <laughs> we got the Tom and Sammy supporters, right. which we'll get into, you know. Mm-hmm. Are the supporters in the audience? Are they in the crew production? Who's to really say? But, yeah. And we still have a couple that needs to be dumped. Right. So, a lot coming our way. I think... The end of our last full week of Love Island has been a little stable after the Ron drama was put to rest, but for the most part, nothing too big to recap. I mean, take it away, Val. Yeah, um, well, on Monday night's, nope, sorry, Wednesday night's episode, we had the baby episode. Finally, I know a lot of people wait a really long time for this episode, love this episode. Mm thought this one was more fun than some, but it's not really for me. Um, We got to see the result of Best Mom and Dad, which was suspiciously Tom and Sammy. <laughs> Whatever, moving on. <laughs> Thursday night's episode, we started the final rollout of the final dates, okay? So we saw Ron and Lana. Tom and Sammy and Shaq and Tanya go on some beautiful, beautiful dates. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday night's episode, we saw Will and Jesse and then Kai and Sanam go on their final dates. And on each date, the couples had to vote for the least compatible couple. And then that couple would then be dumped from the villa. But what we saw happen at the end of Friday night's episode was a tie. So now. Out of the bottom three couples, it is up to the public who is uh, going to the final and who will be dumped before final four. And our bottom three couples were Ron and Lana, Will and Jesse, and Kai and Sanam. Mm-hmm. Interesting bottom three. Um, are we surprised? We could get into it, but... Yeah, let's just start off with the couples, and we're just going to go and order a final date to you guys. Really easy peasy, okay? Um, Do you want to take it away with Ron and Lana? Yeah, I... First of all, interesting that this was their one and only date that they've had so far this entire season for them as a couple. And what better way than to go out into a ravine 
be serenaded by a beautifully harmonizing choir and then sitting in the ravine with a table barefoot and eating food outside. Very Mm. nice. I thought the scenery was gorgeous. The singing when it came to Ron and Lana didn't really make sense. Like they've never really been musically inclined with one another. There's no music inside jokes. I didn't understand the theme of their date, but Mm. I do admire it. I thought it was really nice. And Mm -hmm. the dancing that they did towards the end was a little awkward, but it was cute. Uh, I think (laughs) A lot of what they were talking about was super affirming for me that Ron is no longer kind of fucking around about this anymore. Uh, You know, they talked about parents and I saw a tweet actually yesterday night about um, how Ron's mom is basically running a fan page on her own personal Instagram account. She's yes. got like two 200 followers and all the posts are of Ron and Lana together. Like there's not a single one where it's just Ron. And it's fair to say that Lana is going to be having like an, a fan club from Ron's mom when they both come out of the villa and come home to the UK. And I just thought that was really nice to see. I also really like how Ron has kind of gone out of his way to really express that the value of having a girlfriend and what it means to him. You know, he's really kind of talking about these long-term words, long-term future-looking goals, and really kind of hammering it in in a way where I didn't really pick up this like game player mentality anymore. And I'm sold that Ron is like committed to Lana and not to mention he made Lana his girlfriend before these final rounds of dates as well. And we're going to talk about it later, but everybody suddenly became a couple after this. So um, (laughs) yeah, that's true. That was just something else to note did I think it was the most romantic date honestly not really I would hate sitting in a river like eating my dinner I'd get scared of like what fish or like what's nibbling on my toes like I don't know I'd freak out it definitely wasn't my favorite date of the batch nor was it like close to one of my favorite dates in general in terms of Mm -hmm. Love Island history um But I still thought the scenery was really beautiful. Like, what better way to soak up your last week in South Africa with, like, Mm -hmm. a really culturally immersed and scenic date? Yeah. Like, did they have the most going on? Like, no. Mm -mm. But it is what it is. The awkward swaying. I don't know what I would have done in that situation because I think (laughs) when you're listening to a choir, like, you just sit and appreciate yeah um I don't know like what the tradition is in South Africa it's like you should join along in dancing but I definitely don't think slow dancing (laughs) was totally the right move not that it matters like it's their romantic day to enjoy however they want I just thought that was a little bit silly (laughs) but okay um still beautiful absolutely loved it um I, yeah, I thought their chat was pretty affirming as well. I would agree. Um, I have to add that Ron was definitely the most enthusiastic dad on on baby day, which I was then surprised that they didn't win 
best parents. Even if like Lana it was wasn't parents. Doing mom, no, it was parents plural. And well, Rob was like, a fucking single dad out there. I would like to know what Sammy was doing, but okay, okay fair. <laughs> like, fair. what does Sammy do outside of being like you have to hold the baby's head like this? Like, yeah, everybody knows that, but like. Okay. Also, Alana won musical chairs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, she pulled through for her baby in the end. Like, <laughs> you what? Know? Okay, that does what? not correlate at all. At and the kids' birthday party. It. At the kids' birthday party. You know, do you want your kid losing? No. So, like, as a parent. <laughs> Okay, girl. Win. <laughs> All right, me. this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting in twenty years when you and I are revisiting this topic and like oh, we're like I'm... seeing one another with like children. <laughs> I'm diehard for musical chairs. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. In high school, when we had Spirit Week, I think I signed up one year for like the grade round, like school beginning of the day auditorium, like musical chairs showdown, and I think okay. I got like third place. So don't, don't don't fuck around with me and musical chairs, sweetheart. Do okay. not. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> I think All I was right. the last man standing in terms of my grade. But yeah, so for me, props to Lana, United Parents. I think they should have been best parents of the day, but or kind okay, of not. Fair. Yeah. Biased, I guess. But let me use this to segue to Tom mm-hmm. and Sammy, who did win best parents of the day they had a beautiful date did they not dude they're gonna win they're gonna dude, win that's, dude that's what i'm worried about <laughs> that's they fucking had a ferrari on their date a ferrari on the water crossing a moat to a private house with flowers everywhere and a harpist and mind you I'm like, oh, okay, here's what I was going to say. I think mm-hmm. there's production bias towards Sam, Sammy and Tom because they had breakfast at, after the hideaway. I you think, think it's because had... they're sucking a little dick on the side or what? I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God, stop. Stop it. They had the nicest date. They won Parents of the Day, which I didn't really see anything whatever and Mm. mind you this is all special treatment coming off of the back of shocking revelation that casey and tom managed to hack the love island cell phones and download instagram this is coming straight from maxwell's mouth so i find interesting that a couple where one of the people have broken the rules like a sacred rule in the villa is getting such special treatment like best date and where does that even get us because between the two of them they can't really compliment each other in that many ways all we hear tom say is how beautiful sammy is and Mm -hmm. he couldn't even like you know everybody else was becoming boyfriend girlfriend maybe they shouldn't have done it if it didn't feel right but they didn't really drop the album they didn't really yeah they did they said they were falling if not, not fall in which is for not each other. The, I love you. That yeah. is like a roundabout way to get away with not saying I love you. Like, because you're scared. And they didn't do the whole boyfriend and girlfriend thing. Again, like if it wasn't 
right from them in that moment. Like, I don't want to pressure them. But it just felt like it was there. Like, it was mm-hmm. it was the unspoken thing. And I was like, why? You guys are getting special treatment. And what am I getting out of your situationship right now? Like, no deep conversation. No, I love you. No boyfriend, girlfriend. No, what are we going to do on the outside? No, no, nothing. Just you look really beautiful, Sammy. Yeah, the time was definitely right. I mean, the Ferrari was red. Sammy's dress backless was red. There was a harpist there. It was all roses. Like, I definitely think that they had some future conversation just about Sammy meeting Tom's mom, right? Oh, but his sister, his sister. His sister, there we go. But Mm. aside from that, I really do agree with you. I don't understand, like, there was one point where they cut it weird during the date, but Sam, um, not Sammy, um, Tom is zoning out and he's like, yeah, but like, I'm falling for you. And like, it, it like re comes back into his head or something like that. So I just didn't, I didn't understand their date. I didn't take away anything aside from the fact that first of all, this is breathtaking. And that was it. I didn't see anything remarkable. My Mm -hmm. concern is that in the past, we have seen very, very expensive and exuberant dates, and it more or less leads into that couple winning. Yeah. And I know, like, Ekende's date was super romantic, but it was more about, like, the ambiance of it, like, the coloring, the lighting, the focus, what Ekansu was wearing, like, it was really kind of evident to me in that point that I was like, okay, maybe they might win. I had, um, I had an inkling of when, you know, Shanice and Luke T went on their date, and it was in a princess castle, but I don't remember what Paige and Finn had gone, where they had gone during their date, but then, uh, I think Amber and Greg were on a, a, a yacht. Boat. Yeah, well, they were so on like, usually, a nice-ass boat. Usually the boat date is cursed, though. So it was interesting. And I think that the boat date curse kind of started happening after mm-hmm. Amber and Greg. I mean, they did split. They won the show, yeah, but they totally. did split. Um, But I think afterwards, the boat date did become a little bit cursed. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen it. We did not get a boat date this year. No, <laughs> so we did no, not. No curses this year. Um, I, I, yeah, honestly, I can't remember Paige and Finley's date. Like, I think it was romantic. It must have been, but I don't think it was more romantic than Luke and Shanice's date. Uh, Molly May and, and Tommy had a really nice date. Obviously, Millie and Liam had a really good date. I think right. the dates just tell you who the producers want to win but I don't think it sets in stone who right. the winners will be I agree with that but it was just like frustrating for me to see because there were two couples I can immediately say deserved a very expensive lavish exuberant wonderful amazing supreme scintillating date final date this season and mm-hmm. like they fucking put Will and Jesse in a barn, in a in a tiny ass barn, and I was like, "Why?" Like, I get it if it's like a farm theme, but like, mm-hmm. come on, come yeah. on. And I thought Shaq and Tanya's date, which is up next for us, 
I thought that date was super like subpar. Yeah, very um, lackluster. Which it I was like, like one of the garden dates from like uh the Mallorca villa. Totally. So it was I'm just very like, strange. okay, you got some violinists, but like, is this in the backyard? Because this is really not that much. So yeah, yeah, I feel like the dates were very obviously like on different calibers yeah but that being said like I don't think production I think production has kind of given up on Ron and Lana who I thought was their front runner at the beginning mm-hmm. but they still I think the choir really was nice and like cool and like in, like a very enriching experience so I I'm confused like on who they decide to give these dates to because they definitely don't think Ron and Lana are, like, coming close to first and second. But that was still a really good date to me. I thought it was nice, but it was, like, Ron and Lana that made that date. Like, I feel like it was better because of their attitude towards it and because of how they were embracing Hmm. the date that they were on. I feel like with Tanya and Shaq, like, it kind of just felt like an afterthought yeah that it really felt like an afterthought well yeah let's just get into Shaq and Tanya because I feel like our Tom and Sammy thoughts just conclude with production wants them to win and we don't yeah probably like final thoughts no I agree with you I wouldn't be I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if they won at this point just because like I'm really feeling like they're gearing up to them winning mm-hmm. but at the same time do I think that there's a couple in there that deserves it more yes right now yeah, yeah. I have a clear first second third in my head and Tom and Sammy are not first no well let's just get into Shaq and Tanya then so Shaq and Tanya have cleared and Well, I do have to say, Tom and Sammy have cleared Final Four, Mm -hmm. and so have Shaq and Tanya. They're guaranteed Final Four. Yep. Their date, I thought that their date for me, even though the atmosphere and the date was kind of an afterthought in my opinion, or at least it seemed that way, and that was disappointing, I did think that their date kind of reminded me why I liked them at the beginning again. Mm-hmm. It really brought me back to when they first met, when they were first, like, really getting along and, like, firing off on all cylinders, just, like, nonstop banter, uh, amazing chemistry, really funny together. Um, but did they deserve to guarantee Final Four? I don't know. And I feel like I think this way only because Tanya had to disappoint me a little bit in the end. And she voted Kai and Sanam as the least compatible because of her concerns of not, they hadn't had any challenges. Challenges. I know. What is that? I was just like, for me personally, I don't think every couple needs to quote unquote have a challenge to be deemed compatible. And it just kind of felt like, um, and maybe projection isn't the right word, but the holding, I don't know. She was, she, did she want them to be dragged down to Shaq and Tanya's like 
lowest moment because that wasn't fun for her. Like, why would you want anyone else to go through that just to prove that they'll be compatible on the outside? That was disappointing that she held that thought to me. I think she summed up her reasoning very well when she was debriefing with Sammy when she said that it's scary that they haven't had any problems. Mm. No, that's just a sign of fucking compatibility that they don't have to go through these like rigorous trials and tribulations in order for them to truly find themselves. Like it shouldn't be a foreign concept that two people are into each other to the point where they don't need to test the waters or tread, you know, lightly in order to figure out how they feel. And I feel like that justification of her vote was total bull and I just didn't think it was like necessary or needed she probably knew that nobody was going to vote for them and so she wanted to get her two pence in as everybody seems to be saying this season but Mm -hmm. aside from that I think you forgot to mention the funniest part of Shaq and Tanya's interaction the rest of this final week was when she made a joke (laughs) to Shaq about the baby not being his like are you sure it's yours or something like that and he literally lost it as if she does not know to this point how sensitive he is like but also why would you say that like I actually guffawed dude when she said that I was like stop yeah like to and I just I don't want to hold them to a higher standard and and I don't feel like I am because I don't find Tam Tam. Oh my god. I'm losing. Guys, it's the end of the season. We're so close. I'm losing, losing it. No, I don't find Tom and Sammy compatible for the same reasons. I don't really find Shaq and Tanya compatible. I think that they have like chemistry. These couples have chemistry. They have chemistry. But I think that one person in the party has always been more sure than the other. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, personally, would then be concern for the longevity of that partnership. Like, I'm sorry, but in everybody critiquing Kai and Sanam for not having challenges between them, but Kai's head swiveling so many times, we've mm-hmm. all seemed to have forgotten that Tom has probably had just as many connections as Kai. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it was official or not. And, yeah, it just felt hypocritical for Tanya to to say that Kai's had this many connections and his head could turn when, like, her head literally turned. But we can move away from that because, as people, I do, like, I do hope their relationship lasts. I do think that they're cute. Mm-hmm. And Shaq, <laughs> who is... The person in the couple who seems to be, you know, willing to make this work. Mm -hmm. Um, He asked Tanya to be his girlfriend. He also seemed to make the commitment of moving closer to her. Mm -hmm. As he said that he wanted to move to Manchester. So that was really heartwarming and sweet. And she said she was so excited to meet his family and his sisters. Here's hoping that they don't roast her alive when they meet her. Tanya's mom is going to roast Shaq for calling him medium ugly or whatever she said. 
uh, oh. on After Sun a couple weeks ago. Like, that was so... I I can't. Also, also, when Tanya and Shaq were going to bed yesterday, or sorry, mm. Thursday's episode, when they were like, good night, girlfriend, the good night, boyfriend, and then they went to bed. Like, that was so cute. Like, it they was really... Sweet. They really have something, but I do I think that their personalities match for them to, you know, continue in the long term? I don't know. Yeah. Also, I feel like we've really seen a lot of instances where Tanya's immaturity, just because of her ego, is really, really present. And I just feel like if they continue to have blowups after this, like, it'll be really, really tough for them to maneuver it. You know, I feel like, I'll say this, I'll say this. I think that they are a lovely couple with some kinks that they need to work out. Mm -hmm. As any couple, like every couple has shit that they need to work through. And we've just seen theirs more obviously on TV. Whereas like other couples, we might never see those cracks in Mm -hmm. a relationship because they're behind closed doors. And I think that where they differ can complement each other if Mm -hmm. both of them are willing, if both the parties are willing to acknowledge their fault and be fully accountable. And even if, you know, like I hope they end up being long term and I hope that they're happy together. But even if like in the future, let's say they break up, I think that this will have been like a beautiful relationship to look back on and be like, I, I learned so much while yeah. I was with that person. Because I, I do feel like they bring things to the relationship that they both need to learn about themselves. Like I feel like Shaq is mature and is sensitive and very well-spoken. Whereas I feel like Tanya is more lighthearted and more um like – always gives people the benefit of the doubt and all that stuff. Um, right. So, yeah, I just hope that they can bring, continue to bring those great aspects about themselves into their relationship. And I hope mm-hmm. that they really flourish on the outside. And, you know, if they don't, then I hope that they continue to have, like, a lot of respect for each other and can look back and be happy that they met on the show. Totally. I I don't think that they're going to be our winners unfortunately but i i do see them coming in third yeah i guess it depends because they're not going home they're not getting dumped yeah i guess it depends who is being dumped from the final five right because but i if, don't i if, just don't see them as fourth yeah they've i come, don't know they've come past that i i really hope they come in i Clearly, I would love to give them second place. I don't think they're going to get second. I have a feeling they might get third. I'm trying to even think what my, like, ideal ranking would be. Like, I have no idea. Oh, my God. Well, maybe when we get through the rest of these couples, I can, like, come to some conclusion. But yeah, yeah I do not have a clear, a, like, a clear picture of who I want to come in what place. But... God bless the happy couple. Moving on to Will and Jesse, mm-hmm. who had a barn date. <laughs> like, again, I felt like this was such, like, picking at low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, like, oh, they're both from the countryside. One of them's a farmer. Let's give them like the American farmer experience, I guess. I, I, I as know. somebody, excuse me, as somebody who's lived in the American Midwest, I will tell you, it was not bad. I thought it was cute. There was definitely instances of, you know, them feeling nostalgic for just kind of like where they're from and what home kind of looks like for them. And I feel like having that sense of familiarity and bringing in this like new person that you want to share that aspect of your life with really strengthened their bond more than you and I might have appreciated but in that moment I could have seen why it meant so much it was really really cute they both were dressed to the nines looking good as hell and I like died that Jesse wore those chrome boots to a fucking farm like goodbye but they were both looking good (laughs) I was dying when Shaq had to help Will take off his boot after they came back from the date I was like oh my god that's hilarious because you know you've got to break in those boots that you can't just be handed a a pair of boots willy-nilly like no own them break them in have them mold to your feet you know what is it that Mm -hmm. they say you need to like put hot water on them and like mold them to your cat whatever anyways um no I thought I thought their date was like fine (laughs) you know like it was like okay I think it I think if they liked it I loved it I do think it was my least favorite date in my opinion but you know what I really did like Mm. I really appreciated Jesse asking Will to be her boyfriend because I thought it was a nice way to close that their Love Island experience and like yeah. this chapter of getting to know each other and going through their ups and downs. Um and you know like Will did fuck up. Like again, like I don't want to hold other islanders to higher standards. Like he fucked up, but he really in my opinion, acknowledged how he fucked up. He didn't bring anybody back. He really groveled. And I think it... Yeah, he, really he went let, the furthest. Yeah, he really let Jesse be open and communicative with how she felt, even when we think that she took it a little too far. But mm-hmm. I think that maybe it took that for her to realize, like, okay, I'm officially doing too much. <laughs> It's time to reel it back in. I've forgiven this man. It's time to let bygones be bygones. And furthermore, like, I love him so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask him to be my boyfriend. I thought that was sweet of her. And, yeah, I think on the outside, they might surprise people. They might. I think so, too. I don't know why, but I got that sense, too. Yeah. Especially if she moves to the UK. Yes. If she's moving to the UK, that's major. But is she moving where, like, to where he's from? I don't know, and I don't think so. But to be honest with you, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I think they're super, super set. Will learn his lesson, and Jesse's like definitely not a helicopter girlfriend. I feel like she's very much someone who wouldn't. I don't know. I. I do I think it's fair for her to have trust issues when they get into the outside? Maybe. But do I feel like Will is going to take the chance of risking it with her again? No. Mm. So that's why I feel like out of most of the couples, I actually genuinely feel like they have better odds than Tanya and Shaq. You know what? 
I think it's possible. Yeah. I'm hopeful for their outside experience, but I think going like being back in the real world is going to be mm-hmm. more of a challenge for Jesse than Will, only because mm-hmm. she's going to have to really trust him. Yeah, she's going to really have to stand behind her word when she says that she trusts him. Right. And I just, you know, again, because we saw her take it a little too far. And, like, even in the second or third week, whenever Ellie came and Will was kind of, like, playing the game, you know, being Mm -hmm. a little flirty, but nothing crossing a line, nothing outside of, like, the friendship realm. We saw Jessie not appreciate it. So I just, I think she is somebody who has trust issues, like, reasonably so, mm-hmm. um, and I hope that she can really stand by her word and, and trust him, and yeah, I don't, I don't think Will would fuck it up with her again. Yeah. But who's to say, like, what her line is once they're out in the real world? Right. Um, I don't, only time will tell. So, I guess my, my conclusion to this thought, to this train mm-hmm. of thought is, like, they can get past the six month mark then i have hope for their like long-term relationship i don't know why i thought this first of all i agree with you but second of all i thought if you were in the final four you kind of had you were contractually obligated to stay with your couple like stay in your couple for six months no 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 Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Because most am, of the couples stay together for six months and then they they break up. I think Kaz and Tyler broke up before the six-month mark. Like, I think oh, they made really? up four months. Mm. I think. Yeah, but I thought maybe like, it was like Greg 90 Amber, days or something. Greg and Amber broke up like, well, 90 days is like three months. Yeah, that was month three. Yeah, they broke up month three, I think. No, Greg and Amber broke up so fast, like month and a half. Really? Yeah. Super, super fast. Okay, maybe my mind escapes me. It's like Friday night. I'm over it. Um. Okay, yeah. cool. Anyway, so I agree with you about Will and Jesse, but I still will stand by what I said. I think they're gonna yeah. they're gonna do better then. Because I don't know. I feel like Tanya's a bit of like a rebel and Shaq like needs stability and I just don't know how compatible they would be in the real world once you have the factor of all these other people involved as well so I don't know let's see yeah I feel like people are always worried about how guys will act in the outside world like once people are in their dms um and I like yeah I don't know I think that same logic or like worry can be applied to the women as well yeah um obviously um i don't know i think that if anything most people will just naturally fade yeah that too and that happens with time like obviously if you go from living with someone 24 7 to like being back in the outside world quote unquote and living your life and getting back into your routine of things like your priorities shift and time and people and life in general just kind of gets in the way so I'm not sure they all seem I will say this all of the couples seem relatively excited to integrate their partners into their lives mm. and 
that attitude is what is making it so hard for me to see who the winner actually is going to be because they all have this enthusiasm. They all truly care about one another. There's no kind of, you know, wishy-washiness, like everybody's committed now too. And I think that goes a long way this season so far. I agree with you, except for Tom and Sammy. I just feel like they didn't really have enough talks about, like, their plans once they're outside in the real world. And Mm -hmm. Tom is, like, from the north. And I know Sammy's from London. So they didn't really say, like, what their plan is. I Yeah, like, I know you said that he talked about her meeting his sister, but I really can't Mm -hmm. remember anything of the conversation other than that he thought – she was really beautiful. So, like, yeah, in terms of outside planning, my low, my lowest expectations are for Tom and Sammy. But I think a lot of couples in recent years have been together for a pretty substantial amount of time after the show. Mm-hmm. So I still think that they'll, like, date for, like, around a year but I would say they're pretty low on my list of like couples I expect to be long term, end up together, get married, have children. Like I don't have those hopes at all. No, for Tom and Sammy. No, I don't either. <laughs> because the other contestants, I'm kind of like, I don't know about marriage, but like two years, two years mm-hmm. is a substantial amount of time outside of the show. A two, I could see some two year relationships from the rest of the couples but tom and sammy like bare minimum year and there's a reason people break up after the year it's like they they're like oh my god a year has passed and i'm putting up with this 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 and this right right so yeah but let's talk about you and i's favorite couple Oh, I thought you were going to say you and I. And I was like, we went on a date this episode too? I'm so you, excited. Yeah. Let's talk about our date. On the docket, no. <laughs> our favorite couple, which, guys, we're really not trying to be biased. But, I mean, I think that Kai and Sanam have become the public's yes. underdog favorite couple. I mean, we've seen them grow from strength to strength. We've yep. seen them really open up with each other and open up each other we've mm-hmm. seen them be such characters in the villa come into their own be so sweet and loving to each other be really open about what their plans are i mean i really have a lot of faith for kai and sanam's sanam's relationship and i think the only thing that halted my little fantasy bubble was realizing that they live three hours apart Yeah. That was my only thing that I was like, oh, fuck. But they genuinely seem to get on so well. They have so much respect for each other. That I will say that. They have so much respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Not just attraction, not just like, not just love, like respect. Um, I really think that they're most compatible in their... Their date was the sweetest to me. It didn't need all the the labels or the I love yous. And okay, maybe I'm being hypocritical because I said Tom and Sammy didn't do that. But they were able to get much deeper without checking off those stereotypical boxes. And I yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, babe. I was just going to say 
Tom and Sammy have chemistry, but Kai and Sanum have the spark. And I think those two things are different here because Kai and Sanum's spark is something that really everybody can see. Mm-hmm. They're both so into one another on a physical and emotional level. They're always like playfully together. They're always talking about things that are so far beyond the, oh, you look gorgeous tonight. Like it's just so refreshing to see a couple that's actually a couple. Like they're dating. They're happy. They're willing to talk things out. They've Mm -hmm. had the tough conversations. They joke around. They've got real, you know, realness to them, Mm -hmm. which I think is why maybe you and I like them so much is Mm -hmm. because we're not seeing bullshit. We're not seeing them trying to struggle to find the words of what the next conversation topic is going to be or whether or not they sound... It's natural. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. really natural. Like, everything just flows with them. And, you know, I find it unfair even, looking back at their time in the villa, for the other couples to say that they haven't been through challenges when, you know, Kai brought her back from Casa Mora, which was a big move, and Mm -hmm. Kai had to deal with Olivia and her opinion in the villa and being in Sanam's ear and spreading things about him and him having to shut it down respectfully while also making sure that Sanam is comfortable and communicating with her and making her sure that she's not like in the middle of this like cold war. Right. And he really, something else that I find so commendable and so telling of what their relationship is going to be like in the future. He really stood by her side mm-hmm. when Kanam, Kanam. <laughs> when Sanam was kind of being isolated from the girls, he yeah. took a step back from those friend groups and he was with her. And like, we didn't see them for a few days, mm-hmm. for a few episodes, because they were just not integrated from the group because he was willing to take that step back from the girls, from the guys, from whoever, as long as it was to make sure that Sanam was comfortable. And he said that to Lana. He was like, yeah, if you feel like I've taken a step back from your friendship, Lana, I've done that with all the girls because, you know, Sanam needs someone in here in the villa to hang out with because she's not really integrated in the girls group right now. And I thought that was amazing because other people, you know, might selfishly put their journey in the villa ahead of their, you know, partners. partners. Um, And he didn't do that. So, yeah, I have a lot of faith. I mean, he's a teacher. She's a social worker. Like, they just, I think, are like two halves of a whole. They make a lot of sense to me. And they're the kind of couple that, honestly, I can see a whole, like, Molly Mae, Tommy Fury level of long-lasting relationship. And I don't know about baby mamahood and her being alone during pregnancy and things like that. But I definitely feel like they both have similar values. They both respect one another and you can truly, truly see how compatible they truly are. And yeah, three hour difference. That's like nothing. And honestly, both of their work lives are probably so busy that they're not going to have time to see each other during the week anyway, but Mm -hmm. weekends maybe. 
that I do feel like Ron, uh, not Ron. I feel like you, you and I are both like out We're of it right now. We're on one. We're on one. <laughs> I was going to say, but I think that we've seen Kai's character in the way that he has defended Ron in the way that he's defended people that he actually cares about and gone out of his way to ensure that they feel heard, seen and understood. Mm -hmm. And I think that is also what's contributing to our understanding of their long lasting relationship outside of the villas because they're both Mm self-aware and to a certain extent, willing to put in the work to make sure that they invest into the relationship equally. And even Sanam said it during her date. She was like, yeah, no, I actually want to make this work. And like, you've actually been somebody who is really kind of pushing me towards wanting to make it work. And period. When both people want to put in the work for a relationship, it's going to work. That's what a relationship is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I mean, I always I never want to be let down. (laughs) but. In my opinion, uh-huh. I see them going the longest out of mm-hmm. all the couples. Easily. And I think, like, I could see them dating for a very, very long time. Like, I want to say minimum three to four years. Like, minimum. Yeah, totally. Leap year, leap year, and Olympics <laughs> level time for sure and I I don't know I want them to win I want them to be our first place but realistically I think they're gonna come in second here's my thing I just don't I don't know because I'm in a bubble okay like I see people online who agree with me Mm -hmm. but I just don't I just don't know how many other people disagree with me I did see that like on Facebook like the Facebook moms were notoriously like pretty conservative Mm -hmm. like the boring couples I did see a big like upswing on voting Kai and Sanam I saw that on like Reddit like Kai and Sanam Mm. were taking it by like a landslide for final couple um I I could see it being hair thin between Tom and Sammy and Kai and Sanam but when you just compare all the couples to Kai and Sanam, I think they all fall short. They do. I agree with you. And I just don't want to see couples rewarded anymore for, like, faltering. Yeah, I agree with you there. Like, I'm sorry. I get the concept of Love Island, but you shouldn't have to dilly-dally around to such a large extent in order for you to figure out what your values are, what's important to you, and what you want in your partner. Yeah. Because that's something that you should stay true to yourself in and you should know within. And you don't have to like use three to four people of varying personalities, looks, scale of, you know, compatibility in order for mm-hmm. you to know that. And that's yeah. what makes me frustrated about people who wander. Yeah. I think there's like a difference between playing the game, getting to know people, whatever, and then betraying your partner's trust. Mm-hmm. And of all the couples, Kai and Sanam are the only ones where that trust has not been broken. Right. And I would have to argue, even though they still kind of fall in line with what we were saying about diddle-daddling, like, mm-hmm. Ron never did anything 
he he did a lot. He never did anything behind Lana's back. He never kissed another girl and then Lana had no idea about it or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. Like he diddle daddled, he played her out, he made her feel like an option, but he didn't betray her trust, if that makes sense. Whereas like Tom has lied about certain events that have gone on in the villa, has like played two girls at once, kissed another one while lying about his intentions with her to the other people slash mm-hmm. her, whatever, betrayed Sammy's trust and caused some more. Like I just don't want to see that rewarded. And I think Kai and Sanam would be the perfect like um season nine winner because they're not the boring vanilla couple that got in together in the beginning. Right. And then we're boring. And they're not the million Liam caricature of the couple. They're somehow underdogs without even like being truly underdogs. Like I think they've genuinely found love and people really support them and back them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I also don't know. we want they just we want to win. <laughs> I don't know. We want something new. We have never seen a Casa girl win, and mm-hmm. I just think that there's a lot to be said about how monumental their win actually would be. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you can come into the game super super late and still make it through if you end up falling in love. Like their yeah. story is not standard yet and it hasn't been seen yet in the duration of this show I and think the latest it would be interesting yeah I think the latest Islander who has entered who has won was Greg O'Shea Greg, in season yeah. five with three weeks left to the end post Casa right um but that yeah, was we an anomaly it wasn't that even, was, it was an anomaly because was, Amber he, was so yeah strong but she yeah. needed, but she did need someone just as strong and just as likable as her to win. Right. That being said, Kai and Sanam are even, they're like a variant of that, but better. Like they met in Casa more. They really are in love. Like they seem really stable. It's not just one person winning off the back of the other. It's right. they're winning because their partnership right. is really something to be rewarded. And which totally. is there, guys, because I got flights to catch and I got to go. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to say, though, is Jack Keating being a baby daddy. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I also saw that. We got to end the show because what children are having children now? Yeah. No. <laughs> and I, well, oh, okay. I just had to like bring that up because I was like, bruh. But mm-hmm. anyway, you guys. This is our second to last episode of season two. Thank you so much for listening so far. Give us a follow on Twitter at VillaBirdsPod, where one of us, both of us, or none of us are live tweeting during all of our episodes. Follow us on TikTok at VillaBirds, where you can see Val and her creative direction for our TikTok themes. And follow us on Instagram, also at VillaBirds, where you can see snippets of all of our past episodes, cool graphics that Val has made to keep us informed, and really just us kind of fucking around on stories and commenting across all your favorite Love Island fan pages. So again, thank you so much for all the support. 
and all of the listens. And we cannot wait to come back and talk to you guys about the winners next week. Peace. <laughs> Bye.